I'm Joel Hansel. I'm Katie Karpinski. And this is CC Airwaves. Katie, here we are in uh, Holy Week, and uh, it's uh, a Holy Week that I've never known in my life. Um, and, it, and it gets me thinking about the um, followers of Jesus. I can't believe that as they were going through this particular week, that they knew that their world was about to become uh, turned on its side, mm-hmm. so to speak, by the end of the week. And mm-hmm. I'm sure by the time Friday and Saturday came, uh, they were very confused and lonely and um, uncomprehending of what had just happened. And I can't help feel that a lot of us today going through our our COVID-19 crisis feel the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like you said, I mean, the disciples, they had gotten used to a certain way of living and um, they had Jesus with them for so many years teaching them, um, you know, what to do and how to act. And then to suddenly have him gone, I can't imagine the confusion and like you said, their whole world was turned upside down and reality itself was question, you know, in a way questioned. So um, today I'm hoping we can maybe just talk about um, Easter, especially in light of everything that's happening and just provide some hope because at the end of the day, Easter is the most joyous day um, of our year as Catholics. So while there's so much going on um, in the world and in our personal lives, I think it's really important to focus on the good that can come from this day and the strength that we can draw from um, those who have come before us. Um, joining us as always is our movement coordinator, Rhonda. So Rhonda, thank you again for being here. Oh, my pleasure. Hello, everybody out there. Yeah, so like Joel was saying, I think it's just very interesting when you think about what the disciples were going through at the time of Christ's um, crucifixion and that whole those whole days leading up to Holy Week. And um, I can't imagine how scared they must have been. So I think a lot of us can draw off of that same fear and um, uncertainty during this time of COVID-19. And um, it is kind of drawing for us as Catholics because it is during Holy Week. So the typical ways we would celebrate the holidays, such as going to, um, you know, an Easter Vigil Mass or even Good Friday and Holy Thursday Masses, we can't celebrate those anymore. So it's really drawing on the fact that we have to rely on um, our inner faith to get us through um, what we're, we're having to cope with now. Yeah, I agree with what you're saying, Katie. And a lot of it, um, it kind of strips our faith down to the bare basics, um, Mm -hmm. the way that we are now. Um, We've, like you said, been drawn to our faith and our our faith leads us to the bare basics of what we believe about Easter, Mm -hmm. what happened. And I agree, the apostles, just like we are experiencing now, had to be thrown into something that was almost terrifying. Their Mm -hmm. hopes, their dreams, everything they laid on the ground for Jesus. You know, they they quit their jobs, they followed him, they saw these miracles happen, and then he's dead. So, Mm -hmm. you know, just like us now in this pandemic, we don't know what's happening from day to day, but we have to draw back on our faith. God is still with us. Easter is still the highlight of our year because it's when God saved our souls and allowed us entry into heaven and the forgiveness of our sins and redemption. So we still have that as our hope. 
regardless mm-hmm. of what else changes around us. Yeah. And I think in a lot of ways, um, people are really trying and seeking out to use this whole experience as a way to grow closer to God and reevaluate, you know, how we, how we live through our faith, especially when ways that we would typically express our faith are taken away from us, like celebrating mass. So I think it's really interesting that, um, you know, just as the disciples likely took this time to reflect on what they were going to do next and how they were going to react. A lot of us are taking time to step back and say, well, how am I going to use my faith to cope with this crisis and move forward, you know, in the coming weeks? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And reflect on, on the real meaning of what Easter is all about without all the, the bells and whistles that we had. Mm-hmm. And I think another interesting thing is that, um, and then Rhonda, you talk a lot about this in um, various bereavement topics that we've discussed in the past, but it wasn't that there were the reality um, a- after Jesus was crucified and was resurrected. It's not that it just changed. Reality completely transformed. Um, everything that used to be um, a typical was now different. And the disciples had to embrace this new reality as it came to them. And while I don't think what's happening now is anything comparable to the resurrection of Christ, I do think that as we continue through this um, whole experience, we we are going to be transformed personally and as a society. And I think that can be a hopeful thing because um, as God tells us over and over again in scripture, his transformation is always good. And everything that comes from him is good. And there's always hope to be found in newness and just, you know, that reinvigorating spirit. Yes, I, I agree with that, that change is always hard for us um, mm-hmm. as humans because we're used to our little comfort zones and, you know, traditional ways that we've done things. And it's always been this way. I always sit in the seat at church and <laughs> and then mm-hmm. here we are now. Um virtually attending mass and and all these other things. And actually, I, in a sense, found it a source of jubilation that, hey, I can still do this. Mm -hmm. I can still celebrate and worship God, no matter where I'm at. So it's it's almost um, a revelation Mm -hmm. that I didn't need all that that I had before, even though I truly, truly miss the Eucharist. I'm I'm looking forward to that returning. But um, yeah, uh, transformation is hard. And mm-hmm. we have to have faith that God is going to bring us to a greater, greater sense of who he is by just going through this, this transformation. Exactly. And, you know, the news is just so bad and it can be really easy to get down. And especially when you're grieving, when there are other factors in your life that are very stressful, there is so much hope and so much happiness in exactly what you said, where even though basically the world is shutting down, like God is still present to us and masses are still happening, even though people might not be in the pews themselves. um, This one staple and this one constant is always there. And, you know, here in the Diocese of Cleveland, we are still celebrating all the Holy Week masses. There is no pause in, you know, how we um, just celebrate our Lord and during this Easter season. So I think that's a really good point to make that even when everything else is stripped away, <laughs> there is still joy to be found and happiness and um, hope. Right. So we have to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus and, and what he did for us and, mm-hmm. and see him as the example of how he led the disciples to their mm-hmm. rep- to their new new normal. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah. I also think another hidden um, benefit of this whole situation is that people are, you know, reconnecting with family members that they might not have talked to in a while. And though we might not be able to um, share an Easter dinner with them, I've talked to many friends and relatives in the past two weeks that I haven't talked to in months. So I think that maybe Christ is also using this time to reconnect us with others in our lives and really remind us of, you know, what's important you know, what's most important, which is, you know, family and faith and just being connected to others. Right, right. Times like this, we we tend to gravitate to what's most important. You know, we look and reevaluate our lives and look at our own our own life journey and think, well, what do I really find most important in my life? Mm-hmm. Who haven't I talked to or who needs to be talked to? You know, mm-hmm. just uh, making ourselves available to the Holy Spirit to lead us to what God has planned for us in this new normal. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I think the, um, the whole purpose of this little message, um, to anyone who's listening is just to remind you that, um, there's a lot to be stressed about just with the world. And especially if you're grieving a loved one and, um, we have other podcasts listed here that can help you um, if you're seeking for more more grief oriented support. But I think their message is that there is still so much hope and so much joy um, in this Easter season. And we are all called to express that joy in some way. And I'm sure, um, you know, on social media and across our social circles, we'll find many creative ways here as Holy Week starts to ramp up a little bit more about how people are celebrating. Um, but just know that everyone here at the Catholic Cemeteries Association is praying for you. And we are here as a source of hope in your life. So Rhonda, I don't know if you have anything else you'd like to mention in terms of um, the bereavement support or materials that people can seek out um, in the month of April during this Easter season. Well, one thing I did want to um, just elaborate on what you said to celebrate Easter. Let's let's mm-hmm. celebrate. Let's continue to look for the good things in life to celebrate. And, and that's where our focus should be on what God has, good gifts that he has for us and our loved ones and using our giftedness to keep that celebration going throughout the year. Easter is not just one day of the year. We celebrate our resurrection and our redemption every day of the year. So let's, let's Mm -hmm. hold on to that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really important to remember. All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Um, We will be putting out a lot more content here in the coming weeks just to keep you informed and to keep you uplifted during this time. Um, Rhonda, thank you as always for joining us today. Thank you, everybody. And God bless you all and be safe and be celebrational in this new Easter season. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So um, if anyone has a topic you'd like us to cover, you can send those to podcast at clecem.org. We will be posting a lot of bereavement resources and material on both our the, this podcast and our blog, which can both be found by visiting our website. And um, as always, um, just follow us on social media. We are also going to be posting a lot of uplifting, joyful content on there as well. Katie and Rhonda, I'd like to wish the two of you a happy Easter. And to our listeners, uh, we look forward to you joining us uh, in the coming weeks. Until then, take care, everybody.